The movie you're making me watch today is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. The longest running theatrical run of any movie ever. It's quite an impressive feat. That is cool. That that's fun. Still in theaters. I think it's been in theaters since nineteen seventy seven, I believe. Nineteen seventy five to modern day, still playing many times in many theaters around the world. Well, including in LA. What? Go ahead. T- technically, it was pulled in '75, and then it got a re-release in '77 because it flopped so hard. And then since '77, it's been in constant rotation. Oh, really? Technically. So what happened in '77? They started doing the uh, audience participation situation. I I don't know if that exactly started right then and there, but I know it gained that cult popularity and some people. Like there were certain, it was clearly very polarizing movie, and then in '75, a lot of people were like, "What the fuck is this?" So a lot of people didn't see it, but certain people did see it. Certain like big names saw it. So because of like the rally and mini cult following for whatever cult following you can have in the '70s, they did yeah, get a cult push for re-release in the '70s. Well, like cult <laughs> movies, because like you know they don't. It's an era before like. DVDs and VHS and things like that. You know, True. it's like it's hard to get media. It was harder to get media back then. So you only really could only go to the theater to see a lot yeah. of movies back in those days. And this t- did not do great in the theaters. And so you no. said, so, so it was released in 75 and re released in 77? <laughs> Correct. How did they, why did they re release it? What, what in their heads were like, it could do better this year? I also, don't, there's like a ping on your lens or something. It looks dirty. I don't know. It's just, is it, it's is it bothering the lights hitting it? Else? Yeah, the lights hitting your lens <laughs> from the window. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, there you go. And it's filthy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clean hey, your lens. Fly me to Mapbox. I got it. It's cool. It's cool. It's fine. Nah, sorry. Who's that? Yeah, Joel. Of course you can. Joel. Joel. Has Joel seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? What is he interrupting and making coffee again? Jesus Christ. Should we pause? Have you seen it? Should we to ask him? Bring him on. Can you hear it? No. I, I can't hear shit. No? Not, not yet. Not yet. Can we'll you let him know if you're reading in the background. Anyway, I don't I don't specifically remember what it was that brought it back, other than and I think that was that just um a lot of big names wanted to see it again. Like a lot there was like a lot of um celebrities that went to like the initial like it was like the the release of it, like the uh, initial premiere was actually a pretty big event because it had such fame off the play that was an, originally a play in um, yeah England. So uh, which a is lot interesting. Of, That's yeah. the, I think that was the coolest thing I learned about it. Other than not, I've never seen this movie before. I know the movie. I've I've heard the songs, a lot of them. <clears throat> I've seen the clips. Oh boy, yeah. We're having camera problems all day here. Oh, what happened to you, Jake? I'm trying to wipe my lens because I can't tell if it's dirty no, or you're just... Good uh, you're good now. Right. Uh, a ray of gone. sunlight just shined on it and it just exposed yeah. your dirtiness. That's that's Jesus. Your, your hippiness. Yes. So this this movie was originally a play written by not Jim Sharman, who was the director, Richard O'Brien. Yeah, who played Riff Raff. Who played Riff Raff. Uh in the original play and in the movie. And what was cool about that is that most of the cast was from the broad or the off-Broadway show. 
I guess it wasn't Broadway at all. It was in England. It was way off Broadway. Yes. Um, Eventually went to Broadway, I think. Did it. I think. Shut your window. It's back. Uh, what's this movie about? This movie's about two people, uh, uh, Janet and uh, what's his Brad. name? Brad and Brad. Janet go to Stand a wedding, decide they want to get married, are driving out in the wilderness, and they get a flat tire. Classic. Yeah. Uh, and then they stumble upon the only lights on, which are in the, the mansion. Frank and Frank, what is it? What's the song? Did you guys hate this movie or what? I hated this movie. <laughs> Why do you hate this movie? I, I, I was I was hoping the whole time and and really wanted to like it because I've seen it a lot when I was a kid. I've probably seen it like well, maybe I never seen it all the way through. Maybe it's probably just parts because I don't think I would have lasted all the way through as a kid. It's not really a kids movie um oh. there's no what i mean is kids want to be really interested in it besides for the theatrics i probably would get old after a little bit uh um i just I kept think thinking, if i watched this if when this i was a wasn't kid, i would love just staring at tim curry sure the thing i the thing i thought about was i wish this wasn't a musical how much more interesting it would be if it wasn't a musical because the actual like what they're talking about and if you read the synopsis on imdb it sounds awesome especially the end and you're just like, oh, oh, that's pretty sweet. And then the musical starts, and you're just like, oh, I'm so disinterested now. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think that do you just not like musicals? Is that could that could be? Oh no, I do like musicals. I mean, I'm, they're not my favorite. I mean, right. I've been to a lot of musicals. I've been not like live, but I mean, when I was a kid. But I mean, this I don't know. This doesn't didn't really do it for me. Okay. I I um I honestly shut off like three times before I finished it. <laughs> I honestly, I had a hard time getting through it the first watch that I did this week, and then because uh, I was, I was just like, oh, I forgot how fucking wild and over the top this fucking movie is, and it kind of was like jarring at times. But I, then I, I sat down and watched it again like a couple a day or two later, and I feel like I appreciate it more. Like I, maybe I was, it was like in a mood, I was in a better mood. I just took it in a little bit more, and um, I don't know. It was, it's definitely uh. It's quite a ride. It's so I never bored. saw this movie I just movie got bored before. like 30 minutes in. I've never seen this movie before. And I, I like I said, I've, I've heard the music and I know the theatrics. I love Tim Curry. I didn't know that this was Tim Curry's first role, let alone he was the original Frankenfurter in the, like the touring, in the original play. I didn't know that either. This is his first movie? This is his first movie, and he got this yeah, movie because uh, in in uh, well, I mean, it may not be his first movie, but it's certainly his first starring role. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's his first movie. He was in the theater that um, Richard O'Brien brought this story to that he wrote, basically just about his love for uh, old movies. Hence the first the first song, which might be may maybe the best song. The first, science fiction it, double theater. It yeah. It's also not. Uh, it doesn't help that the fir- the best songs are the first three so- four songs, and then the rest of the songs are kind of just um, whatever. Yeah, I think for me with musicals, I like the ones that have a plot and also dialogue, but with the singing, like the ones that like there's dialogue that progresses it, and then the music yeah. comes in at certain points. This wasn't that. And that's why I think I hated this. This was all musical, so there was really no plot for me. I really wasn't musical. sure. There's, there's plenty. The, the, the music came in. It came and went. 
<laughs> there was, it was a couple like 92% <clears throat> musical. Ah, you know it was like 50-50. I mean? <clears throat> there nah, was a couple there nah. was a couple unnecessary uh like fully like, including the time warp I would say is which was an added song to the 45 minute play that Richard O'Brien had written. He needed to make it like full feature length so he added the time warp uh which maybe kind of seems out of place. But it's unfortunately not unfortunate. It's just like the most famous song for some reason. Your, what were you gonna say, Jake? You look like you're gonna say something. I was um. I was gonna say two things. I was gonna say correct. You are correct yeah, that this you only was get Tim, one. Tim, this was correct. This is Tim Curry's first film. Oh, cool. sick! Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yes, I was just was fact checking, and it took me a second. Thanks, dude. And uh, I was I was gonna say I I really enjoyed the last song. But I agree with you that the, the last first song. Two, What's the last the one where they're laying in the where they're in the pool? Yeah, yeah. The uh, flies away. Don't dream it, away. be it. That that part. The don't dream it, be it. Man. Yeah, no, I like the message of that song, but that's pro. Uh, but that song sucks. But yeah, science fiction double <laughs> theater. Damn it, Janet, and then time. I think time. Damn it, Janet fucking, sucks too. I'm gonna fun, be honest. Damn it, Jan- I I love I love I love Damn it, Janet, <laughs> and and. Uh, it's fun that I didn't know Damn It Janet came from this. I've heard Damn It Janet before. I think there's a a Family Guy episode called Damn It Janet. Um, so it's just it, this movie. Uh, going back to I, I didn't finish my statement. I think uh, it's a movie I've never seen. And and I want I what I was watching. I was watching wanting to see something as iconic as it is. I don't know. Does that make sense? I knew how iconic it was and i wanted to enjoy it for that and i think and i think i did yeah fuck yeah i did but i also like i was outside i had like a couple of beers there was a fire going and i was watching on a projector and you know and i was having a it was a good time you know that's a that it i didn't have people singing along i mean i did jillian has seen it before when she was singing along but i didn't have like i when one thing that i heard that roger ebert said when this movie first came out was he gave it an okay review said it would benefit from audience participation and i think that was before the audience participation really came into play and he was right because i think that's what it became and that's why it's as popular as it is today well, I mean, it's something that people can sing along to and people love so much that they go to see it in theaters and it's just a giant, like, it's like, it's like the people who clap when the Lucasfilm logo comes on to a Star Wars movie. They're like, oh my God, yeah, this is it, you know what though. I mean? Like they're the, the... What I'm saying is it's just diehard fans that are there and know every word and are there for the experience of the communal sing-along, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it turned into once it became popular. I mean, I understand that. It's it's a cult classic, like... When you talk about movies that are cult classics, this is one of the probably top five most cult classic movies there are. I I listened to a, a few things and uh, about the the whole audience participation. It sounds like it would be an experience, but I also think I would be annoyed as you got to go like, probably part part way through. I'd be like Why? these people are because you're trying to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm your a first guy- mistake. I'm a guy who gets annoyed by fucking like beach balls at a. This is an audience like, participation. Let's, let's, let's fucking pay attention to what's at the, what's, the oh, yeah. screen. This is throwing confetti and yeah. and squirting squirt guns and and r- drawing on lipstick, drawing in lipstick on people's foreheads. 
people like getting up and like dancing in front of the screen. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, pulling get the fuck out, get, pulling get you the fuck out of the way. Screen. Well, then there's the shadow cast, which are different. The shadow cast yeah. are is that where people are okay. there on stage performing the movie as it goes. Yeah, and there's like, like uh, in front of the screen. In front, <laughs> that, that's what. Yeah, fuck that. that. I'm that, not going to that. that yeah, these, sure. That's the thing. Is you're, you're not supposed to. You're not. You're not going to watch the movie. You're going to see a bunch of crazy people dancing. Yeah, I'm not about I'm that. Like a bunch of obnoxious theater kids that are like gonna just get in the <laughs> yeah, fucking let's, let's yelling shit on the screen. Let's be honest, it's not your crowd, boys. This is a crowd Fair. for different type of people. Don't Fair. you? Don't you agree? No, for sure, for sure. But you know, you know, the coolest thing I ever saw live with the movie was I saw Return of the King with the live symphony orchestra, and that was pretty epic because it was pretty in your face. But it wasn't like they talked over the di- or they didn't really play loud over the dialogue. But when there was no dialogue and there was like battle scenes or like epic music scenes where Gandalf's riding in or something like that, it was amazing because you were just like there for that. So I, I get the I get the theatricality of it and. It's but like there's the, not audience like yelling shit. That's a very, that's a that's part of a performance. Like I think this is all the, performance. The theater, the the going to like a, a audience participation thing would I don't know. It'd be like people yelling at the crowd. It's like in a movie theater when I hear someone like reacting out loud. I'm, I I want to tell them to shut the fuck up. Even when people are like gasping too loud, I'm like, save save it. Just, you ever, see, been, to a, like you ever been to a black theater? I like that. Uh, most theaters are are black the, because you know they got to keep it dark for to be able to watch this the screen. I mean, I think the audience participation in movies is cool when something comes and you don't expect it, and the whole theater kind of has the same type of reaction, or everybody laughs at the same time. That's fun. I think that's what directors hope for too: is certain spots where everybody has the same reaction or a reaction, whether it be laugh, scream, cry. Like that's that's like a movie going experience. Or but throwing, there's a difference or when throwing confetti in the air. There's a difference though, like, but this but movie, I, I agree with hats. Anthony in the fact that one, this isn't our crowd. Two, <laughs> this isn't a movie where you're going to listen to the dialogue. It isn't a movie where you're going to really pay attention to the to the story. It's not really yeah. a movie where you're like, oh my god, this character is so interesting. This is just a, it's a, it's like a, it's like a circus. You're going to see the circus. That's yeah, why people, people started go, screaming yeah. at because this movie sucks. This movie's boring in a lot of parts. So when they're yeah. just walking around doing nothing, the, that's when the people start screaming, hurry up or get a fucking umbrella or 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 shut up, slut. They, keep, they Everyone calls Susan Sarandon a slut every time she does something slutty. It's funny. Susan Sarandon was hot as fuck. Super hot. She still looks 60 years old, but great body. I wrote, I wrote a haiku just about her. Oh, yeah. Do we do our haikus? Do we yeah, do our hit haiku? me with your haiku, dude. I wrote two haikus because I, I wanted to make up for Durango and I had two ideas. So That's cool. but uh you could one of them would be mine because I didn't write one. Do you want to hear my 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 first my Susan Sarandon uh haiku? Susan Sarandon. Let's do the time warp again. Janet Weiss was hot. Which one was Janet Weiss? She's Janet Weiss. Oh, nice. Janet oh, Weiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Janet Weiss. This is Janet Weiss. Brad yes. kept introducing her. And, and he would randomly say Janet Weiss, and she'd be like, Weiss. Weiss. So, yeah, they, they discover this house. They go in. They're greeted by Igor, or not Igor, but the, essentially Igor. They're greeted by uh, Riff Raff, played by the... Played by the... Richard O'Brien. Richard O'Brien, and they are met by also Magenta, I believe is her name. 
Yes. Brought into the house, sh- stripped naked, and shown the time warp. In other underwear. Which is cool. In their underwear. Cool, cool idea. Cool thing. Cool. Fun. Interesting. Different. Starts out cool. I love how he's cool with everything until, like, he's not. There's a point where he's like... <clears throat> He's like, yeah, take my clothes off. It's all good. We'll, like he, He's like, just let them do whatever they're going to do, and then I'll do what I need to do in the end. And then at one point, he's just like, hey, I asked to use your fucking phone. What's going on? He just gets all pissed off. <laughs> it just, it's just a very funny point. But that's all after they meet the amazing Mr. Dr. Frankenfurter, played by the wonderful bad guy from... Home Alone. It. Pennywise himself. Uh, that is the best performance of the show, of the whole movie. Tim Curry? By far. Yeah. Coming down the elevator, to, uh, tr- sweet transvestite from Transsexual Transylvania. Mm-hmm. I could watch that over and over again. I want to kiss him on the mouth. He's a, He's a pretty man, especially in this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tim Curry did great. Tim Curry is, is is very entertaining, of course. Unlike you two, uh, I don't have much to say about this movie. <laughs> I, I absolutely hated this movie. I, I didn't enjoy watching it. I hate it. Why do you I hate it through, though? Because there was no fucking story to follow. Was I there any story to follow? I can't. I can't just a story. listen to a song and hope that it tells me some sort of story. There's a story. It's not they what take, I go to the movies for. They take these straight laced nerds in to their house this crazy like sex house that's full of aliens and sexual people and trans which is not obvious in any way if that was more obvious that'd be great what that they were aliens sure the song what was more obvious obvious. this the song about him telling you that he's an alien transvestite from transsexual transylvania isn't obvious enough to set the stage Ugh, of I wasn't really what kind of house this is. Did you, you didn't even watch this, did you? I did watch it. I, it took me a Jesus. while to get through it. It took me a while to get through it. I just had no interest in this movie whatsoever. I think I had to watch. I had to watch it twice to appreciate it more. Uh, honestly, I, I I was sort of on this a similar page as my first round. But you were the one talking about how you used to watch it all the time when you were a kid, and you used to so love when it a, when, you when were I was a kid. I guess I I guess stepsister. I my stepsister. Yeah, you used to bang oh. your stepsister or something. <laughs> what? That's some that's some sh- that's some shit that would go on at that um, house. Um, that sister. When I was a kid, I guess I saw like highlights of this. Like I still, I listened to the music sometimes, and I had people who would be watching it. But I, they, I guess I never watched all the way through because when you're a kid, you wouldn't get through this anyway. You'd just be like, "What the fuck is this?" And when you're an adult, it just doesn't have. It's it doesn't have to me. I'm not. I guess I'm not a musical guy per se. Like I've seen musicals, I've seen plays, I've I've gotten a lot of like musicals and shit. And it's fun when you're there, but this just. Didn't do it for me in any way. I mean, performances. Tim, Tim Curry's the best. He's awesome. He's great. But you hate. I'd him rather. In this movie. I'd rather take Tim Curry from Clue over any Tim Curry personally, though. Yeah, I think. Let's, let's I, compare this movie to Clue. I think that way the, better. The spectacle of this movie is at least something to appreciate. Did you at least appreciate aspects of this film at all? I think that's the thing that I already knew, so it wasn't impressive to me now because that's what I knew about it is the spectacle and. What it, what I was gonna say. So if I didn't know that, I probably would have. But I didn't knew that. Cause like I forgot all about like how he was. I I I forgot how this was essentially like a um, 
a, a weird reimagining of of Frankenstein. Yeah. Like I didn't really I didn't know that at I didn't all. really remember any of that. I re- I just remember Tim Curry dressed like that and I don't really remember much else. I remember the time warp. I think I saw it once as a kid. <clears throat> and then yeah, I watched this now I'm like what the fuck this is. So they're little, there they meet Dr. Dr. Frankenfurter comes down the elevator, introduces himself with a great song. Uh, tells them that they're in luck. They came on a special night where he's going to animate his <coughs> his monster, much like Frank Frankenstein. He does this in his lab, which is what he has on the slab, uh, which is Rocky. That is Rocky is his monster. And he creates him with a bath of rainbows. And he's tweaking all the knobs to get the perfect spectrum of the rainbow because that is what's going to bring Rocky to light. Oh, that was kind of fun. Interesting. He's not using... It's not lightning bolts. George is asleep over here. He's like, the uh, movie is so boring. Yeah, he can't He's even have a fucking asleep. conversation. Describe. I'm reading about the movie to try to find something interesting to say, guys. Leave me alone. All right, go oh. on. Keep telling us. I, I agree. The story of the movie. Oh, the rainbow. He animates Rocky. Cool. He animates Rocky. That's uh, kind of a long sequence, not going to lie. Uh, he, Rocky is this kind of beautiful uh, tan man with a brown hair and a tan. Yeah, he's like the Adonis man. He's very muscular, very, very blonde, very, you know, just what you so would. So now let's, let's skip to, let's skip to the, uh, meatloaf. Meatloaf, okay. meatloaf's rock, uh, not Rocky, meatloaf's Eddie. <laughs> he was so young. Eddie. He was crazy how yeah. young he was. I've never seen and I fr- that And I forgot before. he was in that too. I'm like, when I, I thought to myself. Busted, I'm like, oh yeah, fucking meatloaf. I thought to myself, this scene right here is the reason why Jack Black cast him in Tenacious D, just because of this. <laughs> he was a perfect Jack Black dad. He was great, yeah. Go, go on, Anthony. Well, I mean, he was also, after this, he had a pretty pretty amazing rock and roll career. Definitely, but I'm saying, like, he when he's, I'm sure Jack Black saw this when he was a kid and was like, oh my God, I gotta have that guy in one of my movies one day. You know what I mean? Wait, did his music career spring from this or was he already a musician? Like he a- was already a musician. And I don't think this made him any more popular, though. I think, okay. I think he was just in this movie. And I also think I heard that he did the, uh, play a few times he was in the yeah. play as rocky yeah, yeah. or as uh, eddie and even stood in for frankenfurter once or twice is what i also heard i, I thought it was something he was like he would play the doctor role or something like that or one Maybe. of the doctors yeah, yeah well like in the plays Either you way. know today yeah. fucking meatloaf yeah i think a couple people frankenfurter. yeah one thing we yeah. haven't mentioned is how this is like the ultimate b movie we've watched there's no more beer movie than this one is this a b movie yeah i'd give it a b yeah how much was it made for one million one million dollars yeah it's like 1.4 i think apparently they were going to give him a lot more they just needed to put mick jagger in the frankenfurter role and a couple other rock stars and they would have gotten a much higher budget and they're like nah we'll just use the same people from the play i love the title sequence though that was pretty fun like the just the lips floating that's pretty cool yeah i think the only bigger names they brought in were sarandon and um the what was his name barry bostwick was Sarandon even big back then? I don't know if they were big, but I know they were. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know their. Meatloaf. Meatloaf was a name by that point. Is this the yeah. same? Is it just the same loop thing in the background you have going yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky, Janet, 
Dr. Scott, Brad. What happens? I mean, Frankenfurter has sex with all of them. He he yep. goes, he acts like Janet has sex with Brad. He acts like Brad has sex with Janet. Janet then goes and has sex with Rocky. Then at one point, a little, little, little rapey, honestly. Little ra- Frank, well, the, the, oh, oh, everyone's this getting Fra- raped. This, this Frankenfurter guy isn't the best guy. He kind of appears as the hero of the movie, but he's kind of you know raping and no, killing bad guy. His, his whole way through. <laughs> yeah, he, then he murders uh, Eddie after mm-hmm. after Hoppatootie, bless my soul. Mm-hmm. Is that is that your favorite song, Schwartz? Best one. <laughs> I couldn't tell you one song in this movie. I'm That's a shame. It's a shame that how little you have to say about a movie. About this listen movie to the sound. Listen doing. to the soundtrack because I, I I watched the movie. I listened to the soundtrack. Did some research and I watched the movie again. The soundtrack almost made me like the movie more because then I was like more recognized with the songs and I was a little more familiar. And I was like, oh yeah, this is it was, it's fun. They're they're fun songs, man. They're fun. Okay. Couple of them. Couple of them suck. Schwartz hates fun, but whatever. I love fun. I'm just not a big musical guy, and I like I like story. You know, I like good characters. Didn't have either. What What didn't you like about Frankenfurter? I mean, I've seen the spectacle of this. I knew it. I knew it. So you did. You don't like this movie because you've seen it. No, I don't like this movie because it's not good. It doesn't stand up. Like it's not entertaining. <laughs> it's not a great movie. It's, it's not. Just, it's, I think it's entertaining. I think it's quite. It's quite a spectacle. It's more than a movie. Took you a while to get through it, yeah. not gonna lie. All right. So you've had you said what you had to say about this movie, I guess. Does this maybe fall into like a category you at least like a like I, I put some movies in I appreciate more than I enjoy. And this this was is probably with there with that, but I still found this movie no, pretty enjoyable. You don't I even don't appreciate it. In that category. You just hate this movie. I'm just not a fan. You, you said hate, you, you know, you hate the movie. It's fine. Fine. I'm not a fan of the movie. I, I, I respect for what, what they did. They they made a great. It was. A, I mean, if you love yeah, music, if you what, like musicals, that's what Jake just asked you. If you like musicals, you'll love it. But I'm not the biggest musical guy. You know what I mean? And I I think I've seen other musicals I like way more. All right. So yeah, they Go are on. sexually transformed. These two prudes from Denton, uh, Texas, I assume. And in the end, we come to realize. That they are aliens from transsexual Transylvania. What was the mission, Jake? Was the mission to make uh, Rocky to make a human? I, I, I honestly wasn't totally clear on that. I was going to ask your guys' opinion, but I think it's that. I think he was—he just had to make a, a perfect human. But I don't know why he failed. Then, like, why did he fail doing that? Because he didn't make him a man. I think the whole song is like, "I got, I got." I got time to make you a man. I'll make you a man in a couple of days or whatever that song was. And I don't think he, uh, I don't think I he, gotta go have a smoke and a beer. I'll come back in a little bit. He got a little they sidetracked by raping the, uh, two intruders. <laughs> he did. Like if they didn't come, they kind of ruined the whole thing, Brad and Janet. A little bit. There was that touch me sequence. That was hot. Sorry to did sidetracking. Touch me, touch me, that. touch me, touch me. Not a good song. But it's been stuck in my uh, these but songs. But that was sexy performance by old Susan or young Susan. <laughs> yeah, uh, these songs, the catchiness is what I guess makes them good. Because even listening to them, I was like, "Man, this song is kind of weird." But after watching it a couple times, and 
again, I went into this movie wanting to appreciate why everyone loves it. And I think I did. I think that's, that is, that's why I like it more than anything else. I'm not going to nominate it for an Oscar, but I can appreciate why people appreciate it. And it made me appreciate it. I appreciate things people appreciate, especially when people have a passion for something and people's passion for this movie is unlike any other movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. Name another movie that plays every, every Friday at the same theater and everybody goes to, and people go see it a thousand times. Star Wars movies are pretty passionate. They they don't do that though. Yeah, but that doesn't mean thousands of times they go to see it. Thousands of times people. Yeah, but Star Wars and Star Trek people are just as passionate about their things. Yeah, they. Ha- I mean, they have whole. T- t- for the argument's sake, they have whole conventions based around Star Wars and shit. Yeah. Like they don't have whole- Rocky Horror Picture. Yeah, they. Yes, they do. I mean, at, like I think if you have a are Rocky Horror run Picture by like Lucasfilm, Star Wars. No. Yeah, so I guess yeah, that's true. The marketing behind these Star Wars things are, are probably a lot, a lot more. But I don't know any other have, movie. It, There's just, no other it, movie that has the following this movie. They're, has. they're definitely different audiences. I mean, you can't say nope. that, Anthony. There's they, a lot of they, cool classic movies. They are different audiences. A lot of like, them. That's, up, that's for sure. But I think if you line it up to like how many people like Star Wars over Rocky Horror Picture Show or vice versa, I feel like if you pulled the world, the the audience would lean towards Star are Wars. Are there if you, if you more the people that like Star Wars? Okay. Yeah. You can have that argument all you want. <laughs> Are but, they? Do they have the passion and the drive to that that these that the freaks that love this movie have? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. What do you yeah, mean? That, people well, it's dress true. Up Star Wars all the so. time for things, but not every so, single fucking week. Not every fucking Friday. <laughs> okay. I think if there was a Star Wars out every Friday, I don't think it would have. I don't think it'd be a packed house every time. Where I think, no one's like, going to see Empire Strikes Back every Friday and dressing up. Yeah. That's a good point. It's I mean, much yeah, does the theater play it every Friday? That's also a good point. Yeah. No. So therefore, it ain't happening. It ain't like this. Yeah. I think it the, the people and the magnitude of what they like about it is equal no matter what you think, Anthony. Think what you want. I they're think just, you're wrong. Just, just, uh, it's just a different presentation. I think the passion is is evident. That evident. That's all. I mean, you're right. People love it, and it does have the cult following. It's what it's it's one of the first of its kind. Like you probably haven't seen an London movie before that that had that where people would go to the theater and do that. Besides for maybe Star Wars, and Star Wars was like '77, right? People were dressing up to go. Yeah, same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is better than Star Wars for sure. <laughs> what was uh... your favorite song, Jake? What is your favorite song in in this? In this beautiful musical that is Rocky Horror Picture Show, I feel like it's a basic answer, but I I, I think Time Warp is a very fun song. Ugh. It's very it's very simple. That or I, I didn't like I said before, I really enjoyed the uh, the Don't Dream It Be It that part at the end. I yeah, that song I too. I could see why people like that song. I thought it was lame. I think the first song is amazing. Yeah, the first the, song is the one that very that one's I think that science one is cool. fiction. Double features is a rad song, and every lyric is like a, a reference to a different yeah. science fiction or horror film, which I, I did like. That I, that is a good song. You're right. Uh, one thing I did like about this movie is that you can tell that the people who made this movie are big movie fans and fans of trying to have like a good time, which is cool. I think that's what this movie is. It's a good time for people. It's an escape. 
I think that's what it is more than anything. Right. And I think that's cool. That's what I like about it. Right. It's but a escape. Ask- it's a theater. It's a theater group too. So they're they're not these are not movie stars that we're watching. That and yeah. that's that's what comes from or that's where Tim Curry's whole being comes from i feel like is from the theater and that's why he's so dramatic in certain parts and 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 and, you know he's he's acting to a crowd and that's why this movie is better that's why this movie maybe was never meant to be a movie and that's probably why it kind of sucks as a movie because it's it it plays better as a play and which goes back to why shadow casts are a thing and the and the audience participation makes it makes it so much better it yeah. needs it. It needs it needs a crowd of people screaming at it. Yeah. No yeah. one again. Def- no one's arguing that it's it's a great movie, but I think it's a great movie. Like has Jim Sharman really done anything worth noting? The director, like, not, like he he. It's a very simply directed. It's not like anything spectacular, other than the art in like I think the the costume set design and everything. Like that's all pretty great, but like the filmmaking aspect is just kind of it's pretty simple, you know. Yeah, they, like they brought I, all the costumes from the play. They had like yeah, a so they had like go. a four thousand dollar budget, <laughs> and they just brought all the costumes from the play. Oh, yeah. and the actual budget of this movie was it really a million dollars? It was yeah. one point four million. Yeah, he only made three movies after Rocky Horror Picture Show. One point four, and it's made two hundred twenty six million thus far. Did you did you know <laughs> that there was a sequel to this movie called Shock Treatment? I just learned about this last night. I learned about it in the research. I did not watch it. Apparently, it's worse than this I movie. Not, it, yeah, it's, it's got nothing but bad things said about it. But I was surprised. I didn't realize it was a pretty much a follow up. But it it made me interested to watch it at least. The dude who uh, I don't think this movie. Tim Curry's in it, is he? No, I don't no. think any of them are other than um, Richard O'Brien. I think is back and but, Patricia, whatever her last name, Patricia. Something. Is that the um, one of the? Quinn. Uh, She's the lips. Oh, uh, okay. Peter yeah, Shashitsky, uh, the guy who DP'd this movie, also DP'd Empire Strikes Back. No, no <laughs> shit, really? Yeah. And Kroll, and he became uh, David Cronenberg's uh, DP, actually, for like the last half of his career. That's funny. I did not realize the same DP on Empire yeah. in this movie. They also are... DP'd Mars Attacks, which is pretty cool. That's fine. What did That's he good. DP before this? Not much. Uh, it was a bunch of like, like B movies. Which is George Lucas is like, God damn, I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. Get him on for number two. I feel like Mars yeah. Attacks is a very good like link between those two. Like if it's like Burton watched Rocky Horror Picture Show, then Empire Strikes Back. He's like, I need to make a movie that kind of blends these two. How do I? How do I do that? Mars Attacks. Well, it's also like there's a lot of one thing this movie does have is a lot of polarizing imagery. It's like, well, I mean, polarizing isn't the word. There's a lot of like imagery you remember. You know what I mean? Like you can just like you when you when I think of Tim iconic. Yeah. When I think of Tim Curry, if it's not him in the it costume, it's him in this movie. You know what I mean? It's it's one of the two. And even uh, Susan Sarandon, like if you think of Susan Sarandon when she was young, this is the movie that you think of. And so there's definitely like. I didn't know Susan of? Sarandon was ever young. This this might ev- this might be the first movie I ever saw her where I was like, damn, she she looks good. You, you gotta watch else? The Hunger. The Hunger is a Tony Scott's first movie. It's about vampires. It's it's her and David Bowie. It's basically like a fashion commercial with like vampires, and she's like ridiculously hot in it. Dude. It's very, very hot. That kind of sounds awesome. It's if you have it's boring, 
but it's like visually it's fucking ridiculous it's like tony scott made his mark with it he was like yeah i'm here you know what i mean sure yeah and david bowie is a vampire come on Right, yeah. Bowie's never been like a great actor to me, but I love David Bowie. So but when, when visually he's a great actor, like when he, sure, like, you know sure. what I mean, like yeah. he's he was. I mean, my favorite David Bowie movie is Labyrinth by far, and then I loved him as Tesla in uh, the Prestige. Yeah. Right, Prestige that. is that's yeah. the best Bowie role. Yeah, yeah, simple so. and and like like held back. You know, he wasn't like trying to do anything crazy you know yeah but i loved him and i love but it's him still when you're watching it's like huh that's david bowie that's cool like yeah, it's not yeah. like you're not like lost the david bowie for me well, it's always actor. it's exactly. always like who the fuck is that guy i know that i was never a bowie guy i never was labyrinth i never okay. liked any of these fucking bullshit i never i never listened to bowie like people when bowie died people cried like i was just like all right you know what? i, I oh, cried I when upset. steve Irwin died <laughs> i was upset yeah it makes sense. Did you you probably so you probably haven't seen this the new there was a Bowie documentary that came out this year? No, I it didn't watch a, the Bowie doc. It, it it actually exclusively got released in IMAX and it was a pretty fucking rad experience. It was like part concert part. It was a very strange like stream of consciousness like how they like flowed the whole it's hard to explain but it's 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 a good watch if you get a if you ever interested in watching that. The Bowie doc from this year was really good. Just saying. Just saying. Back to yeah. Dr. Frankenfurter. I, I think he was also in a uh, conversation for possibly being Frankenfurter. I know Mick really? Jagger was, sense. but I think Bowie and Mick Jagger were both at one point. Let me just say, Mick Jagger would have fucking killed this role. <laughs> like He would have been better than Tim Curry, hands down. No nobody, what else, nobody else I heard that could have been the role... I could, I, I, yeah, I agree. Dude, just, uh, just the not way Not only Mick can Jagger, I do that for you, Coach, but yes, I could do that for you. <laughs> uh, just his look at this time. Like, he was yeah, so yeah. Like, effeminate I looking and had like the long hair. Like, he would have been amazing. Dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think David Bowie could have done just as good of a job, honestly. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you give this, Schwartz? A zero out of 10? This is like, this is like prime, prime. Tim uh, Prime, those guys like those like if if you're gonna make a movie like this, like the way they looked at that point was definitely prime. Sexy little dudes running around being sexy, you know. That's that's what this movie is. This movie's sexy. It's sexy dudes doing sexy things. There's sexy females in it as well. Yeah. It's very gender fluid for the time ahead of its time. This movie was, and for a crowd that needed this movie, was that us? No. Did we connect to the movie like the people that love this movie more than other fans love any other movie ever? No. But I mean, I, think I, if loved, you're going... I loved this movie. I was a little goth when I was in high school, too. So I feel like that, that resonates with me. Going back to what you said before about like it being like an experience. And I, I could see why it's lasted the test of time. And like I said before that, like, I don't know if there were movies to where you could go to a movie and be cool with people singing along or people like doing things you know what i mean like i mean i guess you see pictures or movies of old ass movies people like smoking in theaters people are like having like full-blown conversations is, i don't know how dramatically it's like, for not movies it's that not is, it's but. not you're going to a movie and people are screaming it's you're going to a movie and the whole audience knows what to do it's like going to catholic church and saying sure. and be with you whenever they say jesus they <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's all it's they know you're you you're you're supposed to 
to do it. And you're, and it's, and it's, it's a script. You're it's scripted out. You yell the right things at the right times. And then I think you could just call people sluts every now and then, if you feel up to it, you sluts, you, Jake, sluts. you sluts. I would love to go see not a shadow cast. Cause I think that would be a little much, but I would love to go see a sh- audience participation version of this movie. And I think I will at some point. I don't think they have that here in College Station, Texas. But maybe I can go to fucking... It's probably like Austin or something. I'm sure it's over there. Yeah, Austin's not... That I just said. I'm sure it's in fucking Arizona somewhere, too. Well, Might as well be the moon, idiot. No, you're... You what? How long? How are you like an hour from Austin? Just Two kidding. hours from Austin? Come on. Come on. Two prudes enter a transsexual sex house and come out enlightened. And then the, turns out, and turns then the, and then the house and then the house flies away because it's a spaceship. That's what this movie's about. Yeah. That is what this movie's about. <laughs> <laughs> what very random the, the twist at the end is very like what? What there is Oh, how about the dinner scene? The dinner scene was very reminiscent of uh Texas Chainsaw, um, no. Yeah. A, there. I mean, yeah. just the way it's shot. Number one, um, and then the fact that they are in fact being cannibals. Number two, and the and then when they when he pulls the the tablecloth off, which apparently nobody knew that meatloaf was going to be under the table. So there's some pretty genuine reactions. I, I think the another reason why this movie you can compare to Texas Chainsaw too in a way is because like before this movies were very pretty, very grand, very, very, very lit perfectly and and everything looked good. And especially coming off of like the silent era and the and the era of like the studio system with like Humphrey Bogart and even like 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 Alfred Hitchcock movies. Like they all look the same. They all look like like studio pictures. Like mm-hmm. with Texas Chainsaw, with this, with Taxi Driver with things like that it it changed the game of like oh things can be things can be dirty things can be not all like not perfect you know what i mean like and i think that's what people related to with this it's like oh i mean obviously this is a movie for a a certain type of person and they probably hadn't been represented at all before this in certain ways in the film in the film industry because of censors and shit like that so i i get why this movie resonates with people and i get why if you saw this in the theater at that time it would be great but movies have advanced so much and storytelling has advanced so much. And I've seen musicals that I like way more than this. So it's hard to, it's hard to enjoy these older movies as much as we, we should in a lot of ways. And I was thinking about that the other night. Cause I, uh, I, I watched this retrospect on, uh, on, um, on uh citizen kane and i was like man we ripped that fucking movie apart the three of us like <laughs> and i was like we should maybe go back and see if we wow. find anything we like about this movie. no that movie's boring as fuck it's so Dude, boring how about how about just living through christmas and ha- listening to everyone talk about it's a wonderful life and wanting to oh, shoot god. yourself oh my god that movie's so bad best part of a wonderful life was the opening scene when the stars talking to us i was like all right Let's it, do this. This is weird it, as fuck. Yeah, I'm it, in. it pulls you, you in. You love aliens. You, you hate this of, movie. Yeah, this is an alien movie. Why I do you hate this, this movie, movie, Schwartz? If this movie was a musical, I would have enjoyed it much more. I just That's think surprising. you... I, I didn't think you understood it. Maybe you just need to watch it again. I don't think I will ever watch this again. I love the, the genre of what bro. It was great. What the fuck? Yeah, what did you say, fuck? Jake? I was saying I loved the genre bending of this movie, how it's like... It, it's a comedy. It's a it's a music. I mean, it's a musical at its core, but it's a, a is it a horror film? I don't know. It's a sci fi movie. Call kind it of a horror movie. A lot of people. A lot of people put this in their Halloween 
repertoire of movies. Yeah. yeah. I uh, get it for the costume sake for the Hollow. But it's not scary. Like, there's nothing scary about this he movie. Does, I don't, I don't he think. does hack Meatloaf to death, which you that was a caught cool me scene. by surprise. That was a cool scene. That I was, was like, the way that was right, shot was pretty great. Yeah, I it, forgot it, that too. If Meatloaf busted out of my freezer and started seeing a hot patootie, I might have to hack him to death with a with an axe myself. I might have that, to go uh, Kai the hatchet wielding hitchhiker on him. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Smash. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah, um, I didn't know that guy was from New Jersey. That's the best part. He's from New Jersey, and he smashed that guy in Fresno. That's, that's hilarious. That's you guys watch. You guys watch that doc. Oh yeah. it. Oh, dude, yeah. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I met the guy. He was in Fresno for a while after he almost killed that guy. I also thought he killed that guy. I didn't know that guy survived. That he smashed. I also thought that too. After you know three hatches to the head, you'd think you'd think yeah. someone. Would be smashed. Ty's got to sharpen his axe, bro. Well, I guess he went wooden axe on end twice and then sharp. Yeah, whatever. That guy was psycho, like That's most psycho. people from Jersey are. Yeah, hmm. real, real scumbag. Just kidding. I, it is funny though. From Jersey, murdered someone in Fresno. <clears throat> now he's fucking probably living in, in tr- Florida. And then they almost gave him a reality TV show. <laughs> Yo, that would have been hilarious working on that guy's rally TV show. Right. What are we doing today? Uh... <laughs> Remember the yeah, time fucking... I smash, smash, smash that guy? Uh, that's funny. That scene, though, where he does kill Meatloaf, the way that was shot was pretty great. When, like, he was going towards him and there was, like, the shot right here of his face. Yes. Yeah. And he was, like, going towards him with the smoke and the red lights and shit. That was pretty cool. When he comes out covered in, still dressed as he was and now just covered in blood. That was a pretty. These are pretty epic visuals, like you said, iconic. My, and I believe he comes out and then just puts his hands aside, and the girls take his gloves off. Thought that was kind of a sexy move. Guy's a pimp, dude. Tim Curry's a sexy motherfucker. Tim Curry's amazing. I loved Tim Curry before. When I, I I'm not sure the first thing I saw Tim Curry in. I, I'm almost certain it had to be it, but I didn't know that that was him. I watched. I, I knew who he was, obviously, when um, Home Alone 2 came out. I liked him in that. And then I remember him in The Three Musketeers. He was Disney's mm-hmm. Three Musketeers. He was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I just remember thinking, this guy's a really good fucking bad guy. But in my head, I thought he's like this prestigious, which he kind of is, you know, classically trained actor and so to know that he did this previously in uh when i in my head i was like oh man he was like a crazy actor and then he like did this weird rocky horror picture saying no this was this is where this is essentially where he was born he was born from the from the stage doing this show i mean he did more before this i'm sure but this is where he became who he is and this is what people know him for probably best do you know who else is a classically trained actor from juilliard that that always surprises me is uh, Glenn Howerton, the dude who plays um, uh, I'm Always Sunny. He plays um, Dennis, the, the fucking really? asshole dude. Yeah, he's he went to, went to he Juilliard. Went to Ju- oh, no yeah. shit. Yeah, like I did, that is surprising. Like, yeah, I know, but he, they're, they're they're so good though. Like it makes sense. Like they're such good yeah. actors. But that dude yeah. was like doing like Shakespeare, and now he's like doing Always Sunny, which is amazing. <laughs> I love that. It just shows you that like. He really is getting into what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, like what? Like you can whatever. If you're an actor, like the things you want to do, which is which is cool. 
Rocky Horror Picture Show. Love it or hate it. It is one of the most iconic movies ever made. So neither of you wrote a haiku? No, I, f- no, I, f- I didn't. I forgot. I forgot about my haiku. I, 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 got, forget. I, I, just... got, I got one more then. I know that... Um, I know that don't dream it, be it. That's five. That's five, yeah. And there's that a, was a part of mine. There you go. You got one third of a haiku. Congratulations. Yeah. Refrigerator. Uh, I'll give you my other one because I might as well. Uh, what a no, weird movie. You know what? I'm good. Thanks for listening. To, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did you know this movie was selected by the United States <laughs> National Film Registry to be put in the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant? I did not know that. That surprises me, but that's awesome. Good for it. I think it falls under most of those categories. I think this. I think this is, and that's why I picked this movie because this is a movie you have to see. This is a movie that everyone needs to see at least once, whether you like it or hate it. It's Rocky Horror fucking picture show. And if somebody references something, God forbid you don't know where damn it Janet came from. Right. Which I did. God forbid. All right, hit me with your last haiku. We're going to end it on Jake's little F-word haiku here. All right. I thought we had more. Uh, we don't have any more to say. I was going to oh, say I mean, We can say more. I'll okay. say all you want, dude. I we think one. Go back to the beginning. I, I, don't, I just want to make the comment. This felt like if Ryan Murphy made a musical at times where it was like over, like over the top, super gay, just like outrageous at times and like oh, like sure. sometimes i'm not sure who ryan murphy is myself he, he's the guy who does all the he created american horror story and yeah Glee. yeah and a lot of a lot Glee. of those and like yeah. i always feel like all of his shit like all the actors are always like Nip way talk. over the top like it's just it's just this elevated world and i it reminded me of like a ryan murphy thing some sure. of the stuff i like some of the stuff i get annoyed by I, I think it's theater. Of, this movie is theater. That's what this movie theater. is. Yeah, and that's, and say, that's, why, sure. that's why it works best live. <clears throat> I was about to say, if I saw this as a, as a play, I think I might enjoy it more just because of the theatricality of it. And I, 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 would, I would watch this as a play. I definitely would. It'd be a fun, yeah, it'd be a fun play to go through. And it'd also sure. be about 20 minutes shorter. Yes. Oh, well, yeah? Why? And oh, it because... wouldn't, cause, because they added things to make this, to make it a longer Script. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and like in songs like um, like that we were saying before, um, the song everybody loves was added to the movie that was not in the original play, Time Warp. You know what Seems I'm like realizing? That'd be a short play. It was a 40-minute you know 40, 40 play, I think. Oh, no shit. Okay. I'm realizing lately that I really love movies with heightened realities where it's just a little bit. There's like it, it could be real, but there's always like maybe one or two things that just make it a little bit heightened. And I think that's what... Uh, I'm really into it. I, I don't think I ever realized that because everything it was that definitely that hundred percent. I mean, this is like super heightened though. Like this is something that like you, you realize isn't real. You know what I mean? But like certain movies to where it skates the line, like I'm, I'm into that. Like, I love that. And it's basically any Tarantino movie after kill bill or beyond. And like, they're just heightened. You know what I mean? Like movies that like, cause the Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, Jackie Brown, there's nothing really heightened about them. But like, as soon as Kill Bill starts on, like, all these movies, are like, eh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, can this is this real? You know what I mean? Like, and I think the movie I saw last night falls in that category. Like any Cronenberg movie, any David Lynch movie, but those those movies like really interest me. And I don't think I ever thought about that before. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I mean, this heightened reality is, is fun. But I, I do I do enjoy that. But there's like that one thing that makes it like 
kind of weird, you know what I mean? Or kind of like sure. not being in reality. I love that. Sure. I, I had a, a thought during it on my first watch that I feel like it's giving me the opposite effect of Perdita Durango, where I, I went into Perdita Durango thinking I was going to hate it and I ended up quite enjoying it. And then I think there's like a, a good stretch in the middle of, of Rocky Horror Picture Show that does drag a bit and you get a little distracted and it doesn't always have your hold your attention. I I had that thought of like, I thought I was going to love this a lot more. I thought I was going to like this more, but uh, I was a little out of it on my first time. I, I do like it. I do appreciate this movie, but I don't think it's a great movie, but it's definitely something I enjoy. I am not too dissimilar in that I watched it and when it started I immediately loved every second of it when Tim Curry came down I thought I was amazing basically after hot patootie and he well after he mercs Eddie yeah. it does it does drag it it slows the fuck down uh and that was that made me a little sad I was I was hoping that it wouldn't do that <laughs> but it didn't it didn't uh yeah, there's nothing else to say. It did. It it slowed down, and I and I was and I was not happy about that. But what are you gonna do? The ending it ended strong with aliens leaving. Still a weird ending. I wish we could figure that out that ending because it's weird that the fact that it was Riff Raff and Magenta that were, seemed like the head aliens, but they also seemed like they worked for Frankenfurter for part of for like most of the movie. They were like his minions on Earth. But when time when time came, they were like, "All right, well, we gave you your shot, and we tried to help you, but we're going back to Transylvania without you." And then he kills Doctor Frankenfurter. Br- Brad's like, "What crime did he commit?" Well, there was a few rapes and murders along the way. Yeah, there. Brad's a Bad. fucking idiot. This whole yeah. movie. On another weird memory thing, where I thought. Alec Baldwin played Brad for some reason in my mind. I I, I anticipated it being Alec Baldwin, and I'm thinking yeah. it was because of um like Beetlejuice, Alec Baldwin. I think it was the Beetlejuice, Beetle Baldwin, sort of swap them in my in my brain a little bit. I could see that. Yeah, because who, you know who was you know who auditioned to play him was fucking uh, what's his name, Steve Martin. Steve Martin, yeah, yeah. and I I think they went with uh, it was a budget. Like I think they had a lot of stars lined up to be in this movie. But they realize like, oh, let's just not let's not give it that much money because I don't know how well this is. Yeah, Vincent, this weird Vincent. shit. How do we don't know how long this is gonna how long, how well it's gonna do? One part of it I did enjoy was the whole like criminology guy kind of like giving us a narration of it. Yeah, what you think about? What do you think about that? Because it was it was inconsistent and random when it came in. I thought. I think it's a different way of doing voiceover that's kind of interesting and kind of fits the mold of this, this weird ass movie. So I did like that. I, I kind of think that's fun. Uh, to kind of throw it in there. And that was supposed to be Vincent Price, which would have changed the game a bunch too. If that was Vincent Price, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he, I don't, he I like don't explains the story. At one point, he tells you how to do a dance. And then, and then at the end, uh, Dr. Scott is talking to the camera during the dinner scene. There was a, there oh, was yeah. like some kind that. of a few weird random fourth line, fourth wall. Yeah. I, I had a, I had a thought. I'm like, is it, wait, is this supposed to be the same guy? And then I realized I don't think that's I don't the same think guy. any of this matters though. I don't think a lot of any it, of this a lot of it doesn't make this any fucking sense. It's so fucking it's, silly it's, and it's fun. fun and for a certain crowd and, 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 and flamboyantly awesome. I thought this movie was just awesome. I've been listening to the soundtrack for a week. I, I love the songs, but I'm also a musical guy. 
And I and what I do and I and, and what I'm seeing like I, I, I'm with you is I would love to see this on stage. I think yeah. seeing this on stage, uh, but you know I would love to see it on stage back in the day with these people playing it on stage. That's what I want. I, I mean, want. yeah, fucking Tim Curry on stage being Frankenfurter. This would be amazing. Yeah. Well, I wonder if this influenced uh, <coughs> Trey Parker for his Cannibal musical. It had to. Probably. I think, yeah, certain aspect. I don't know if I saw that in the whole. I think I did. On the whole, Preparation H feels pretty good. But I, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think the wackiness of this movie certainly had a, a, some sort of influence on those guys. I'm sure they, I'm sure those guys like this movie. Yeah. Wacky is, is a good way of putting it. You guys got ratings, numbers, anything? Yeah, 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 yeah. 5.9. I'm also going to go to 5.94. Give it the same rating. I'm going to go 5.2. Wow. I, it, I, I was expecting you, like four. You were such me. a little sourpuss at the beginning of this, Schwartz. You were so what sour pussy. How was I sour pussy? <clears throat> Just because I didn't have tons of fucking things to say about a movie I didn't enjoy doesn't mean that I'm a sourpuss. You were Huge being puss. a sourpuss, dude. I was not. I was You're listening pretty- to. I was trying to listen to what you guys had to say. Maybe convince me that it's a good movie, but it failed to happen. So we didn't make you like it more. Mm-mm. This conversation didn't help. Not even close. All right, it's fair. I don't try to convince what people. The fuck of my ever. opinions. I sometimes talk. To- sometimes I talking think, it through I mean, it just I helps. I think that's, that's all. I I I I come into some some of these podcasts not exactly liking a movie, and then you guys. After discourse, I, I'm really okay. There's there's parts exactly. I, I, I missed out. That I didn't appreciate, but yeah, I guess we didn't do a good enough job or make. Well, here's the thing: is you started out by by saying I hate this movie. I don't have anything to say about this movie, and then you gave us like four things you said you liked about it, <laughs> and like a couple things you appreciate about it, and you said you respect it. So you were just sourpuss in the beginning, and then you came around. That's all I'm saying. I don't think I was sourpuss though. Sourpuss. sourpuss is like me, like purposely not saying anything. I was just didn't have looked like anything I to say. Play the episode back and judge for yourself. You guys want to hear what? Uh, what Schwartz a sourpuss? Let us know in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. One ahead, click for no, two for yes. You want to hear what Leonard Malton has to say about this? He's, he's fuck yeah, dude. Does I have it. Lenny yeah. Maltz. Lenny oh, Maltz. Lenny Malton, Rocky Horror Picture Show gave it a three star review. Outrageously kinky Fair. horror movie spoof spice with extra with sex transvestism, which I didn't know was a word, <laughs> and rock music. Now, what do you think about like when it comes to musicals? Is there a type of musical that you like over any other Schwartz? Do you like rock musicals more <laughs> than like? operatic musicals or like classical like Greece. I think Greece is kind of rocky, but I will I enjoy Greece much more than this movie. Like rent. Do you like rent over like frozen? I mean the best musical of all time is Aladdin. Okay. I'll take a Disney musical over a movie music like a unanimated musical probably any day. Just because, like, it seems more necessary. Well, not necessary. It seems more plausible that people are singing. You know what I mean? Right. I, people like, I don't need singing aren't fucking busting into a fucking song in, in real life. Yeah, so, I, don't, like, I don't. In that card. I mean, that didn't happen at your high school? It, 
No, I don't think so. Mm. Maybe some their kids every once in a while, but no. listen, I get the I get the allure. I mean, musicals are one of the oldest forms of movies in the world, and they're beloved, and people fucking love them. And I love going to plays. I love going to live events. I love going to concerts. But like, I don't know, man. This just it 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 was a boring fucking movie where I couldn't follow the plot through the music. I think if I could follow the plot through the music a little better, it, it would have been more interesting. Just pop going a Adderall back, next time. But going back to pay, what you were saying, like, go back to your saying, like, I like movies where the music isn't all the time. Like, La La Land's a perfect example. There's, like, a lot of regular dialogue. Like, I think that was perfect the way they did that. But, like, that's also not my favorite movie. Like, is it a great right. movie? Yeah, but, I mean, if they didn't sing at all, it would have been better. See, I, I agree with you there. Like, I do prefer some, like, bring us back to bring us back to the ground. Like, you know, let's, let's have some dialogue. This movie wasn't grounded enough for you? <laughs> Not quite. This is Star Wars, I most think, grounded yeah. movies we've seen. And I don't, I don't think it was 100% singing, but it was like 90% singing. So sometimes those are a little strange. Even when they were talking at times, it was still like sing-songy, like rhythmic talking. Let me ask you guys. Especially the slab. Maybe the slab. Especially once they get to the, the fucking house. Did you guys see uh, Tim Burton's Demon Barber of Demon Barber of Fleet Street or whatever to, to a Sweeney yeah. Todd? Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Now I can feel like people could compare the two in just the gothic and the 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 way the costumes are and and on the stage. I'm sure the production design is just as dreary and anything like that. But I'll take that movie over this any day. No. Uh, yeah, because both based on plays. I can't think of any other like horror meets musical. Film, films at all like i can't do you I, know I, I, what movie I mean, they should make a fucking musical out of would be texas chainsaw <laughs> that would be amazing like that would be so one. fucking fun just, i mean chainsaw just add musical. music to the second one and it would, yeah. it would be it would fit yeah i think yeah that, that definitely yeah let's do the chainsaw game <laughs> Yeah, Queen Queen does the music to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre music. Oh, that'd be sick. I Did it. I sound like Freddie Mercury? Is that why you said that? A lot of people no. say I sound like Freddie Mercury. You look like Freddie Mercury. That's about it. Anyway, and I've seen you Freddie do Mercury. things at truck stops that I saw Freddie Mercury do at truck stops. <laughs> I thought Freddie Mercury was black until I was about 16. Well, he's African. Is he? Yeah, he's from Egypt. Or part I don't know, there's a DVD cover that he was silhouetted in, and in my head, he was black forever until I actually saw the play of the DVD. It's blackish. Yeah, just like I'm Jewish. Ish. Got him. <laughs> well, I'm glad we all like this movie equally. Uh, what's uh, Do we have next flick, or should we cut it here? Oh. I, I mean, yeah, I got the Banshees from Minna Sharon. We're going to do. Where is it playing? HBO Max. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I got my haiku. Well, I'm the haiku. We never got to my other haiku. I wrote it. Here we go. Are you ready? What a weird movie. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> What a weird movie. Alien transsexuals and they eat meatloaf. <laughs>